0: hello everyone to ebbs and flows i'm wasila i am not going to give much of an intro um, because i think you guys will probably get to know me through the podcast hopefully um, we'll see how this goes but i guess i will say i'm in my mid-20s and you know, like the the iconic Friends theme song. I I haven't really watched Friends that much, and uh, I probably just lost all my listeners. But that that theme song. I think I guess a lot of us can relate to this. But that feels, you know, kind of like my life right now. It seemed like in our mid twenties, we were supposed to have things more together, in terms of romance, career, family, like. Pretty much everything was supposed to be, you know, I have, you know, I'm have a solid start to adult life. I had everything put together, and things haven't. A lot of things haven't really turned out how I would expect. And I, I guess it's the same for a lot of us. We had some expectations growing up that didn't pan out the way we thought they would. Uh, but I, I think I'm, you know, taking control of some things, working on getting there, trying to feel more empowered to make my own life decisions rather than expect to kind of have a fairy tale come at me. Oh, a mosquito did get me while I was outside. God damn it. Okay. Anyways, um, so I was kind of thinking of talking about mental health today but since we kind of verged onto to the topic of unexpected life circumstances and life changes let's talk about that I don't know if this is a millennial specific thing I don't I know a lot of people say it is because of just financial circumstances um, and how Millennials have trouble like doing things like buying homes and stuff as soon as they expected to like previous generations have so I know some people do say that it is a generational thing I don't know if it's maybe an age thing or if this will also sort of happen in our like 30s and 40s too where just life is just unexpected all the time I'm starting to suspect that it is like that that life is just really random, unpredictable completely. Um, Because I have seen my parents deal with unpredictable things too. So I'm wondering if it's just a sort of childhood teenage thing where we imagine things to go a certain way and they just don't. But yeah, I guess a lot of us are in that boat. And I guess, well, I mean, I'm talking about unexpected life changes here, and we're literally in the middle of a pandemic. So I guess that kind of answers that question as to whether it's something that goes away with age. I guess not. Kind of bringing it back to us being in our 20s and life not being how we expected it to be. I think part of that starts just when you're out of school, whenever that is. Because when you're in school, things are in a very fixed schedule very fixed goals you get good grades um you go to school and i I know a lot of people aren't um priv like they don't have the privilege where that's like their main concern there's like bigger things going on in their lives so this this doesn't really apply to everyone but just generally speaking mostly just from my experience because that's what i know School is very straightforward, and then you kind of go into the real world, and nothing is straightforward, and no one has a manual for anything, and suddenly you're expected to know things where it's like, wait, no one no one taught me this. But like, yeah, so one aspect is career, um, obviously. I think a lot of us, not all of us, but I'll say a lot of us expected, okay, we went to college. We got our degrees, we got good grades. So now, now we're, you know, we're ready to have like a, a great career. And this is something I've kind of, I'm kind of past this point because I, I graduated college a few years ago. But that is number one big thing because I think most of us know by now, unless you went into something that was specifically for the sake of getting into a feel like engineering or something like that um if you just majored in anything else like english science just anything it it didn't exactly work that way um jobs don't just sort of come to people with degrees most job descriptions require degrees in my opinion most of them shouldn't. There's no really no good reason why some of those jobs need people with degrees, but it's basically a gateway. It's all it is. Um, So things didn't uh, work out that way. For me personally, I'm trying to transition into a new field right now. Um, I'm unemployed. I did a boot camp in data science, um, which is a lot of time and a lot of money. And I'm very Financially privileged that I was even able to do that in the first place, so that's kind of me taking, trying to take control of my own, I guess my own happiness. Because my previous job, it was okay, it wasn't bad, it wasn't good. It was just, it it just was, and it did give me a lot of good experience. So I think I there are some ways I lucked out with it definitely, but it it just felt like I was. Coasting along. I wasn't really doing anything. And that was so that was my first job out of college. So I was there for a couple of years. So now, currently, I'm unemployed, but I kind of feel like I'm taking control of what I'm doing, you know? So that's something that I've more recently ish found very important for me. I decided that I was no longer going to coast. I was going to, you know, try to take control over my own happiness and doing something that would kind of help me build a kind of life that I want or at least something that would make me happier. Um, And that was, that all kind of came about in a general sense, but it kind of, it played out in the career realm because I was like, this job is not making me happy, so I, I want to do something about it. And that all kind of came crashing down uh, at once after I filed for a divorce. Which, um, yeah, uh, I guess is a good segue into talking about how romance doesn't play out how you expect it. And I guess my situation is also just a bit more dramatic because it was a marriage um a very short marriage. But yeah, that was easily the most painful thing I gone through in my life. Um, but I'm sure I would have been much it would have been much worse had I stayed with him. Um he got quite scary, um, which is its own episode so I'm not going to talk about that that much here but yeah that kind of drove me to be like you know what I don't want to wait around for someone else to save me and I think a lot of us girls we don't say that anymore we don't say that oh yeah I'm gonna sit here and do nothing and then wait for someone to come and fix my life but that being said I think like it's a You see that message so many times, I think you internalize it. And that applies broadly, but I think it applies especially to women. That there might be certain things in our lives or um, about us that we're like, when I find the one, then that particular thing is going to fall into place. And some of that is practical, like most people don't want children unless it's with the one so like obviously that depends on your romantic relationship so that makes sense but I think there might be things like you know personality wise or just like why not coast along because your life isn't going to be quote-unquote perfect anyways until someone comes along and I think that was somewhat my case as well and it, it went deeper than that because you know. Filing for the divorce was in and of itself an empowering thing. Like, it was a very painful thing. Um, and it was really unfortunate. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone. But it was also like, hey, I'm taking control over my own happiness. I'm not just like stuck in a horrible situation just because. Like, I have options. Like, I have choices in life. So it really. Highlighted that point for me, and yeah, it was well, as you can imagine, it was a very unexpected thing, especially that bit for me. it really didn't go how I anticipated it, and I think again, especially with women, we also have this thing where' like, okay, by this certain age, um, we should be engaged by this certain age, we should be married by this certain age, we should have babies, and um, it's also you know kind of sad, but Something to acknowledge, I guess, that unfortunately it's not all society. Um, There are biological limitations if you want to have kids. And I'm not, I'm, like I said, I'm in my mid 20s, so this isn't like a huge looming thing over me. I mean, it kind of is, but that's just because I'm me. And I very much wanted to get married young and kind of grow up with my. Husband or my significant other. Uh, it was something I very much wanted to do. Like I said, I'm very traditional in a way I think a lot of people aren't nowadays. Um, so, yeah, for all that to have happened was completely unexpected. But, you know, you keep going. <laughs> I think that's something I've seen with other girls too is that, but one but usually women that are older than me where it's like the pressure is on to have a certain relationship with someone and it's kind of like you you imagine these things growing up right you imagine getting married at a certain age and then maybe having kids at a certain age and then you you can change your mind as you get older obviously but life just has different plans for us a lot of the time and I I will say that and I've read about this too. And in my experience, in my uh, very limited so far experience, I found this to be true too. That you, even though you deal with like harder things and then and dashed expectations more as you age, and just, you know, besides dashed, dashed expectations, just really hard stuff like divorce, like family, um, death, and things like that. I feel like I'm a bit young to be talking about all this, but all these things like, you know, parents passing away and separations. And um, also, I guess this is less extreme than the other stuff I was just mentioning, but still significant and hard, like getting fired, getting laid off and, you know, financial struggles and all this stuff. We, We just... Deal with more things as we get older, but we also get happier as we get older. I have read about this where it's like adults do get happier as we get older and we become more resilient because we go through tough things. but the thing is when you go through something really hard, like when you come out of it, you know you're strong enough to deal with something like that, and obviously you don't want to go through it again, but It just, it gives you something because because you learn how resilient you really are. You also kind of internalize that these things pass. Even if something feels like the end of the world, it's not something that you're going to feel forever. And with some things like, particularly with grief, it never, you know, 100% truly goes away, but it gets easier to carry. And that's, that's still saying something basically they find the happiest people have had some horrible things happen to them basically like something really bad happened in their lives so like you know like things i i was just talking about but okay but here's the thing it's like if you have if you've had like a perfect life then you're not as happy as people who have who have had some hard stuff come up but also it's a balance because if you have too many hard stuff come up then that makes you unhappy as i mean as we can all probably imagine so i think i want to say the number was like two to three really bad stuff coming up in your life um those people were the happiest but yeah i think all of this stuff with life being unexpected and whether it's Uh, going through something really hard or just things not going as planned, I think there's something to be said about how it makes us more resilient and how it also can be something empowering because when life doesn't kind of hand things on a platter that we expect it to hand on a platter, it's really annoying and really frustrating, obviously, but it's also an opportunity because it's a chance for us to see that, okay, we're not going to be handed things. But then what does that mean? It means we have to go after things, which on one hand, not fun. But on the other hand, it kind of goes to show that we control our own circumstances. And obviously there are limits to that. But yeah, I think there is something to be said about trying to see like the tough things that happen and and using it as almost an opportunity to know what you want and go after that. Like I will say with my uh, previous marriage, I I definitely feel more, I would say I definitely feel more clarity in what I want next time around. And I know a lot of people say that about relationships in general. Like you, you learn a lot from your romantic relationships, but also like your friends and your family relationships. Other romantic relationships are kind of in their own unique sort of area. And the other thing to think about with this kind of stuff is being able to cope well when things don't turn out. So that's a big thing and I think our generation and even more so Gen Z, we're really more open to talking about mental health and taking care of things like that like Therapy is definitely not like the hush-hush secretive thing that it used to be, unless you're in certain communities, like the this community, in which case it's a different story. But all the same, it is more accessible than it used to be. And then one other thing that's become super popular, I think, especially during the quarantine, um, that's really helped me as well is meditation, which sounds super cliche at this point, but it really is something that I found helps a lot and it's kind of hard to describe. It's really something you have to experience, I guess. You you can yeah, I, I find it hard to like describe the experience of meditating itself, but it helps keep my head clear. Um it's also good to get some fresh air if you can. Apparently studies have also shown that like being in nature, even just if you're looking at a screen, just looking at pictures of nature, it can um, help. I don't remember what it was actually, if it was helping be happy or calm, but it was something. So that is something that helps if you can get out and do that once in a while. I'm still trying to stay inside as much as possible, but luckily we also have a really big backyard so there's that. I feel like those things could be their own episode, but I think I'll just wrap up here. I think my audio is picking up more background noise than before, so hopefully that won't be too much of a problem, but apologies about that. So yeah, I think the takeaway really is that life is unexpected for everyone. It, it's literally impossible to avoid, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand. with something I was reading the other day, um, which is a bit different. But it was a quote, and I don't remember who said it, basically saying that the pain of avoiding failure is much worse than the pain of failing. Like avoiding failure at all costs at the end of the day ends up being more painful than actually going out and having some failures. So I I don't think at this point that it's worth it to try to control things too much. Um, obviously, we we try to we have goals. We try to reach those goals. Um, we try to be happy. But at the end of the day, it's really worth just accepting that life is unexpected. And, and we've been talking about the bad ways, right? But it is unexpected in good ways too. So yeah, I guess I don't know if that's much of a takeaway. It's kind of it's kind of what um, I was already saying all episode. But uh, You know it's comforting that it's just something that's like that for everyone and it can be exciting as well and empowering. i think that's all i have for this round so i hope you guys got something out of it i hope it was at least a little bit relatable but yeah i'll talk to you later bye